Welcome to Alive with Purpose. You are listening to episode 32, Alive with Purpose and Going Easy on Yourself. Hello, my name is Erin Aquin. I am really happy to be here with you today and I want to talk to you about a topic that I think is really underrepresented, especially when it comes to being a parent, um, when it comes to goal setting, entrepreneurship. So if you have followed me and my work for a long time, that you know that my background is actually as a yoga teacher. And a big perspective that I bring to the way that I teach yoga and the way that I coach is informed by my work in Chinese medicine. So I was an acupuncturist for years and a big awesome piece of that work is getting to learn about the philosophy and thought behind Chinese medicine. I don't do that anymore. I I still I wrote a book about elemental yin yang yoga and I definitely bring that Chinese medicine perspective into my work, but I don't actually treat patients one on one anymore. And even though I'm totally in love with the setup of my business and how I get to work with people now, I do sometimes miss being able to take people through a physical transformation. So often I would have clients who would come to me and they'd just be in a state of stress or they would be feeling ill and they would come to me and then over the course of a treatment, they would feel themselves shift into a state of well-being. And I would say that coaching has a lot of similarities because I can have someone come to me in a coaching session feeling very confused, very upset, very distraught, and then they leave that coaching session feeling calm and empowered. So coaching has some similarities, But I'm not working with people on the physical level the same way that I do in yoga and that I used to in acupuncture. And a reason I feel like that is so interesting and compelling and a really important piece of our health and well-being is because the body is our vehicle. You know, all the potential of our beautiful brains and our creative spirit and our spiritual practice lives within the boundary of the body. So this episode is all about learning how to go easy on yourself. And I want to talk about that because I don't think this is something that comes naturally, especially to those of us who have, who maybe carry some of those roles that I was telling you about. If you're a parent, if you are an entrepreneur, if you even have a conventional job, (laughs) you probably work very hard at it. And So I want to bring in another perspective that time and time again we hear is so important to our longevity, our health, and our well-being. Let's start with the physical. So how can you go easy on your body? Now, there's going to be people that are definitely going to disagree with me on this. And I totally respect where you're coming from. You know, if you are really into extreme sports, if you do extreme physical fitness, all of that kind of stuff. If you're an elite athlete, then going easy on yourself may not seem like great advice. (laughs) But going easy on yourself has to happen sometimes. And every elite athlete knows this. I used to teach yoga to a lot of professional sports people. 
And it was really their time to contrast the repetitive movements that they were doing within their sport. Um, I taught a lot to CrossFitters yoga, and it would just be such an, a yin to the yang that is that high intensity working out. And has also a lot to do with how you operate outside of whatever intense working out you may be doing. So if you love cardio and you love to work hard at the gym, that's amazing. Good for you. And come and teach me how. <laughs> but you also need to make sure you're balancing that with great nutrition, sleep, getting the support that you need so that you're doing those movements in a way that is healthy and and correct for your body, for your makeup. And I think that that is common sense for most of us, but where I see the lines get a little blurred for a lot of people is when it comes to how much physical stagnation we actually allow ourselves to have. So we're hearing all of these new studies come through about how bad sitting all day is for you. My husband works for a tech company and has a standing desk. And some of the places I see, they have like treadmill desks to keep you moving and to change position. I think that is so important, especially, especially if you are doing desk work or you're driving and you're traveling all the time, that is really hard on your body. So when I teach meditation teacher training with my husband, we always talk about how if you're going to have people sitting still for long extended periods of time, it's so important to break that up with some kind of movement. So we often will teach walking meditations or I'll lead us through a short yoga practice just to get the body moving so that you're not stagnated for a long period of time. In Chinese medicine, stagnation is one of the, is seen as an illness when energy stops moving in the body or something gets stuck or you have a blockage um, in some area of your body, that can create a major health problem. So we're always trying to make sure that we're getting lots of movement throughout the day when it comes to that type of medicine. So you get all this advice, you know all this stuff, I know it's not a newsflash for your body. But when it comes to going easy on yourself, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, I think this is a lot trickier, like about a million times trickier for most of you. And the reason I say this is when I listen to my clients talk about themselves, usually they say things to me about themselves that they would never dream of saying about another human being unless they really didn't like them. Some of my clients are just so mean to themselves and they don't even notice that they're doing it. And to me, that's crazy, but I also relate 100%. I've talked to you guys about this a little bit, but my own coaching with my coach, with my peers, and in my self-coaching, I've really started to uncover just how much and how deep the recording of negative thoughts about myself really goes. So... I'm starting to pay attention to all the times I say, oh, that was so dumb, or I should have done this, or I shouldn't have done that. Because those times are really often the keys to some negative soundtrack that's playing. 
You know, if I really follow the trail of where that thought goes, it's often to a place that is really not nice. And I've started to pay attention to this as well for my clients because I can teach you how to set goals, how to stick to your calendar. I can teach you how to get things done. I can teach you how to make money. (laughs) I can teach you how to have a thriving, happy relationship with your partner. But none of those things are ever going to create the feeling that you want to be having in your life on a regular basis if the fundamental thought you're thinking about yourself is negative. If your go-to belief about who you are is that you're not worthy, that you don't deserve the life you have, that you should have gotten more done, that you should be further along now than you are, then I think it's really hard to create a deep satisfaction about your life. A lot of times I see people also on the same, in the same turn make a commitment to themselves and break it. I've talked about this in productivity episodes, but like when you schedule something on your calendar and it comes around and you don't feel like doing it, which always happens if it's not super fun, and then you let yourself off the hook, we could call that, oh, I'm just going to go easy on myself today. I'm not going to go to the gym. I'm going to go easy on myself today. I'm going to watch TV instead of work on my business. I'm going to go easy on myself today and not have that difficult conversation with my partner. But the thing is, when we do things like that, it's not true. We're not actually doing something that is loving for ourselves. We're not really going easy on ourselves. And you can tell because usually you're just delaying the negative thing till later. You're delaying your discomfort for later. If you don't go to the gym today, tomorrow, the next day, and you have a physical goal for yourself, then you're prolonging the process of reaching that. If you put off working on your business and go watch Netflix instead, (laughs) then, you know, that's not going easy on yourself. That is putting more time between you and your goals. And probably worse, you're just reinforcing this loop the soundtrack in your head about how you can't make this business work because you're not working on it, actually. Same thing with even having a difficult conversation with someone. If you are putting it off because you don't want to feel the discomfort, you might think you're going easy on yourself, but really, really that dread is not going to go away until you confront whatever's going on between you and really work it out and come up with a game plan. So, so there are subtle ways where we can kind of act like we're going easy on ourselves, that we're being kind, that we're engaging in self-care. But really, this is not going easy on yourself. What I want to suggest is that going easy on yourself is important when you give something your all and maybe it doesn't quite reach the goal that you had hoped for. So if you come into a difficult conversation really cleanly, you've coached yourself, you've done, you've made sure that you're coming from a place of love and you're not trying to impose your manual, which we've talked about in the past few episodes, on somebody else. And then the conversation doesn't 
result in what you were hoping for because the other person doesn't agree, maybe they get upset and need to step out of the conversation, then going easy on yourself, what that looks like is that you don't beat yourself up for saying what you said. When you make a mistake, going easy on yourself means that you understand that you're not perfect as a human being. It's part of the deal that about half the time we're going to experience negative, quote unquote, negative emotions, have quote unquote, challenging experiences, and that that's just part of life. You don't need to spend any time or energy beating yourself up. When you come into something with the best intentions, when instead of watching Netflix, you sit down and you work on your business, you work really hard, maybe you create something and then nobody buys it, then going easy on yourself looks like saying that that is just an experiment. Maybe this one didn't quite yield the results I was hoping for, but I'm not going to stop. I'm going to trust that I have something important to say and I just haven't found the way of saying it that's really bringing people towards me. Self-love is so important here and most of us think that we're pretty good. We think, I have a lot of confidence. I'm pretty kind to myself. But when I hear clients say that to me, it is often not true in a way that they would apply to anyone else. And the question that I often ask and the one that you might want to start asking yourself in some of these situations is, would you let someone talk about your best friend like that? So when someone says to me, I, you know, I'm a total failure. I didn't achieve my goals for work. Uh, I got really snippy with my partner and then I, um, forgot to send my kid to school with the proper boots, which I did this morning, guys. I totally forgot to send my daughter. It was super rainy day to preschool with, with her boots. And (laughs) of course the reaction that we often have is like, I'm, is the one that I was having. Oh, I'm so dumb. How did I forget? I'm a hot mess. I'm a terrible mom. All those kinds of things that we say to ourselves all the time that we would never let someone say about our best friend. We would never let someone say to our child. That's another good test. Would you let somebody say that to your kid? What you just said about yourself? No, you'd be furious. I would be furious if someone told my kid she was dumb. I would be furious if someone told my best friend that she was a terrible mother. I'd have to coach myself on that. (laughs) But my initial response would probably be like, how dare you? You don't know this person. But then again, to ourselves, we can think these things and it's just a running tape that we don't ever really monitor. So this week, I want you to really think about this. The next time you hear yourself say, I should have done this. I shouldn't have done that. I can't believe that I forgot this. All of those things that you probably say to yourself much more often than you think. I want you to really ask yourself if you would allow anyone to say that about someone you loved. And if the answer is no, stop it. Stop it. (laughs) Stop talking to yourself in ways that are negative. Decide right now that you don't need to react to yourself from a place of negativity. Because you know what? There will be challenges in life. There will be negative emotions anyway. And we all need to learn how to 
support ourselves, how to have our own back. I love it when my teacher says that. She says, you need to have your own back. And I want to say that to you today. You're not perfect. Nobody is. So you have two things to do this week. The first is don't go quote unquote easy on yourself when it comes to letting yourself off the hook to do the things that are really important to you, to take those priorities seriously. Don't put things in between you and your dreams. If watching Netflix is not on your calendar, don't do it. Work on your business instead. And when you make a mistake, which you will, if you do something that you're not proud of, decide to have your own back. If you need to make it better, make it better, but then cut the internal drama and see what, just, just see what that might be like. I know for some of us, it's so close that we have no idea. You're like, how do I stop those things? How do I stop those thoughts? Just want you to consider it. Just play with it. I would love to hear from you over at alivewithpurposecoaching.com. This is episode 32. Share your experiment, share your results with me in the show notes today. Just scroll down to the comment section and you can add them there. And if you would like some support in all of this, I am still offering free 20-minute mini sessions. This is your chance to get some one-on-one coaching with me to really taste what coaching is all about with an example from your own life. I hope that you will take me up on the offer. You can click into the show notes to get information to book one of those free sessions. And until next time, I hope you have a lovely rest of your week. Take care.